Learning Economics by Playing Animal Farm with Fisher-Price People, How I Reenacted George Orwell's Fable with My Daughters, by Walter Bound, published in Illumination on October 5th, 2022. When my daughters, Madeline and Nancy, were young, we frequently played Fisher-Price Farm. I was on the carpet in the den or on the cold white ceramic of the kitchen playing. Sweet Streets, Thomas the Tank Engine, my old Navarone war set, my old wooden blocks. The Fisher Price Farm, rechristened Manor Farm, wasn't my old farm, like my awesome airport or my garage or my village that witnessed so much bloodshed in the street fighting with my army men. By the end of the conflict, the Fisher Price streets looked like scenes from the American Civil War, Bloody Lane at Antietam. Or if you're from the South and still hold a grudge, the War of Yankee Aggression. This was Manor Farm Redux, with solid plastic, better perhaps for smaller fingers and hands with more rounded features. In 1995, it was called Little People, Big Red Barn. Playing toys with dad always meant a history lesson, a lesson on politics, literature, social customs, and lessons on sexism, racism, classism, and economics. Nancy even once threw a shoe while playing Barbies at Ken to reenact President Bush getting a shoe thrown at him during the Iraq War. So, current events were also on the table. I usually played the farmer, and my name usually was Mr. Smith. My daughters would play with the animals, making funny voices, giving the animals personalities and mannerisms. Usually, however, as in any fairy tale, all was not well on the farm. I recall this one time. My mother-in-law, Nancy McCarthy Mark, was visiting from State College, PA. She was in the kitchen, sipping tea, and working on a New York Times crossword in ink. Yes, ink. She was that sharp. As usual, I told Nancy and Madeline, then probably three and seven, we would play something called Animal Farm. It always sounded fun. A fable, a story about talking animals, Bugs Bunny, or Charlotte's Web, or Click Clack Moo, Cows That Type. This definitely sounded much better than a critique and condemnation of the excesses of unrestricted laissez-faire capitalism and why Soviet-style Marxism is an opiate for the people who will suffer and die under a dictator worse than Mr. Smith. <laughs> but that was my lesson, and boy, was it fun, as you'll soon see. It was also fun hearing every minute moans and groans and laughs from my loving and conservative mother-in-law about, what are you teaching my granddaughters? Economics 401, an upper level class. Before English, I was a business major. I read the Wall Street Journal and the National Review when such intelligent publications still existed under the conservative umbrella, charms and wit of George Will, William F. Buckley, Charles Krauthammer, and Bill Kristol. Ah, those salad days of moderate conservatism when you could disagree, be a patriot, and be charmed by a gentleman like Ronnie Reagan and Jack Hemp. In the 1980s, I supported Reagan as a young teenage conservative. I also wore a tie to school, but that dark story shall wait in the wings until called to the stage. But I digress, only to salvage my reputation as an evenly balanced thinker and writer. I parrot not slogans nor follow banners, like George Orwell, perhaps, who wrote the famous novella, a work he called A Fable, I like to keep an open mind. And when a pox or a plague needs to be called upon both systems, capitalism and Marxist socialism, then so be it. Amen. I played Mr. Smith in the white straw hat. I drank. I mistreated the animals. 
like Sir Topham Hatt from Thomas the Tank Engine. I owned the means of production, Das Kapital, and I wanted to make sure my animals worked hard to make me money. Just make sure you're truly useful to me, I said, as I whipped the horse called Boxer, played by Nancy. Why are you whipping me? Nancy, as Boxer asked. You're drunk. You're not working hard enough. That's when Madeline, as Pink Pig, also known as Napoleon, tells Boxer later, as well as the rest of the animals, that they should revolt against Mr. Smith. Why should we do all the work and get none of the reward? That's when I hear my mother-in-law yell, Walter, what are you teaching them? Just a condensed version of the Communist Manifesto and a history lesson on the Russian Revolution and uh, Karl Marx. Soon, the animals have kidnapped me. Mr. Smith, with a huge smile and the yellow straw hat, and the lamb rides the tractor over me. Take that, Mr. Man, Mr. Capitalist, Mr. CEO, Mr. 1%. The animals now have placed me in prison in one of the farm corrals. See how you like it penned up like this, only to be slaughtered. The play continues, and I paraphrase the seven commandments of Animal Farm. All animals are equal. Sounds nice, right? I ask my daughters, like all men are created equal from our Declaration of Independence, but women couldn't vote, and we had slaves, and we slaughtered the Native Americans, uh, Madeline must have replied. <laughs> That's just Madeline, advanced beyond her years. Walter! This is all the truth, Ma, I replied. This is great in theory, but that's when I play piggies from the Beatles and Pink Floyd's pigs from animals. The pigs take over, Snowball, Napoleon, Squealer, filled with a lust for power and privilege. There's just one pig on the little people farm, but it all makes sense. They ask, wasn't Napoleon a bad guy? Yeah, I said, a dictator. He took power after the French Revolution. We got Washington. France got a small Corsican who set the world ablaze in death and destruction. The pig Napoleon takes over, and he kills other animals, and sleeps in a bed, and starts drinking, and wears clothes like humans, and smokes cigars, and rewrites the commandments to support his own tyranny. We bury the animals. Then we send the hardest worker, the horse, to the glue factory. The pig then releases Farmer Smith, and we have a nice brandy and celebrate our collective wealth. So what is better, girls? Capitalism, where someone owns a company and hires people to work, or Marxist socialism, where there is no class and no social hierarchy, and everyone is equal and gets paid the same. But that doesn't happen on Animal Farm. Napoleon is worse than Mr. Smith. <laughs> I think you answered my question, gals. Walter! Okay, who is ready to play Toxic Male Ken and Stephen Meet Barbie in a club in Barcelona? Thank you for reading.